Welcome to Review That Review, the podcast dedicated to reviewing reviews. We're just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews. That's Chelsea Dawn. And that's Trey Gerald. And together, we are the Review Queens. If you like what you're hearing and you want to support our show while getting bonus exclusive content, including that special members-only after-show podcast, visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash review that review. Chelsea Goose, girl, I got cooked yesterday. Oh, no. I think I need to go ahead and jump right on in. Please jump in. But first, can I just mention that Trey's wearing a shirt with pretzels on it and it's making me like very hungry for pretzels. And I was kind of like scoping Shappy's Instagram a lot today. Oh, full circle. Trey looks beautiful in a turquoise shirt with pretzels on them before he lodges into his complaint. And now let's hear it. I love a damn pretzel. All right. I have to. Lodge a complaint. Against car dealerships. If any listeners out there, if you work for a car dealership, if you went to Car Dealers 101 and you've learned all the manipulative tricks, uh, I'm lodging a complaint against you. (laughs) For a quick preface, I'm going to not go into all the details because it's not that interesting, but I have been preparing for fully 30 days. I've been, I joined a program that was started by a former car dealer who owned a dealership okay. who worked in the finance office over 35 years in the business. And once they ended that career, they wanted to create full transparency for buyers and consumers. Wow. So that you can go in and take control and be powerful because car dealers are trained. Whoever has control wins the deal. So I have been training okay. for 30 days. I have been like figuring out... They ask you very specifically worded questions in order to manipulate the conversation. And the whole thing is about everything is built in with fluff, and you have to know what's fluff in order to get it off. That's why prices never reflect what they were on the website. So I have been training. I went to do my first test run and came home crying. (gasps) And I went to two different dealerships. And I just, you know, I even prep talked you know, they do this every single day of their life. They will be more skilled than me. And I will always end with a better deal than I started with. Be patient and kind to myself because I, this is literally the first time I've ever tried. Sure, It's just sleazy, disgusting, horrible feeling. And on top of it all, this is really my complaint. Something that's not discussed or advertised is dealerships, mm-hmm. every brand is adding a market adjustment of upwards of five, six thousand dollars to the made up MSRP. MSRP, right. if you didn't know, is a made up number. Dealerships pay an invoice price from their manufacturer. So the MSRP is a made up number. It doesn't, it's not real. It's meant to be negotiated, but they're adding on top of that made up number five, six thousand dollars. So I was completely unprepared for that. And it was very demoralizing, but I did negotiate a price down from six forty eight a month for a lease to five twenty, and then the I had to walk away because that's even more than I wanted to pay. So I just am sharing with our review queens out there. I haven't even tiptoed into car dealership reviews because it's too upsetting for me right now. And I think I may not be able to lease a car right now in my life. So I'm going to have to put it on hold and figure out how to commute around. I might be using the bus. This is a true story. So that's where I'm at. I don't know when I cried the last time, but I cried. And uh, I took a nap right before this recording. So hopefully, you know, I'm just in a very dark place. So I'm sharing that coming in. But I have a very fun review for today. So that's where I'm at. I'm lodging a complaint against the entire structure with which car dealerships are built. It's the only industry that exists where the price isn't fair and it isn't it isn't plain. 
So you have to be in battle. And that's very frustrating. So that's yeah. my complaint. Chelsea, Ugh. what you got to say? I know you have many years of experience with leasing. That's terrible. I know they do try to take advantage. It's upsetting, especially as a woman. And I imagine as a gay man, like it just feels like you're even you know, more fodder for being taken advantage of. And like, it's so gross. And it's so wrong. I had a terrible experience with my last lease too. And I'm sorry. I just feel so bad that you left in tears that like I really I feel protective over you so I want to like go over there and beat them up because they made you cry and F that and I'm sorry I'm already not like and I'm not looking at like a Lexus or a Beamer or like a Maserati I'm literally looking at a very (laughs) I know uh, you're like I don't want to say the name but like yeah no you're looking at like a very unremarkable brand yes true all right that's it Ugh, I'm so sorry the thing is, is we are just in the culture that we are of the pandemic. And so every brand is adding this market yep. adjustment. So it's just not the time. Supply and right. demand, it's, it, yeah. it is morally frustrating because I've also suffered from the pandemic. Consumers have suffered from the pandemic. I recognize instead of getting 300 cars a month, they're getting three. So they need to make money. Right. But sure. it is sort of, it feels disgusting that I can't get a fair deal. And so I think yeah. I just can't do a car right now. I'm going to have to wait until a couple of years when the market readjusts. Oh, God. So much. Anyway, let's let it go. I'm happy to be yeah. here where it's going to be more fun. So Chelsea, why yes. don't you share? What do you want to complain about today? My complaint, I feel like, is a lot more basic. And again, you know, whatever. We don't need to preface this by saying that I'm privileged. I know that I am. You know, dishwashers. Mm-hmm. Great. Love them. Oh, no. Why is there a dryer setting? I don't get it. Does it ever work? Every <gasps> single time I do a load in the dishwasher, I put the heated dry option on so that everything will be dry when I take it out. And yet every single time <laughs> I open up the dishwasher, Splish especially bash. yeah, especially the top shelf. Like the top shelf is like a disaster. You got to be like timing things out. I got to get the bottom shelf done because if I start with the top shelf, I'm just going to soak the whole bottom shelf. And then this is a nightmare. I have to get a towel. It's really taking a long time. It feels all of a sudden like slower than if I would have just washed the dish, dried the dish and put it away. Like Mm -hmm. what's going on? Yeah, I've definitely noticed that when you have like on the top of cups, it's always a little (sighs) pool of water. It's like, how how did you not go away? I don't understand. This is like a very small square footage of space that you're pumping heat in. How is it not drying? Yeah, I'm like, Maybe I'm overstuffing it. That's the only thing I can think oh, of. I don't know. Do you do that? I do overstuff her. But like, I, I feel like I overstuff within reason. Like, I'm not like <laughs> haphazard about the way that I load my dishwasher. I'm always putting things in a way that I know that they're going to get clean. That right. they like, I don't know. It is crazy, though. Why don't you do a review queen test and okay. do t- 10% less than usual and report back and tell us if it worked or not? All right, I'll do a smaller load and see if it makes a difference so I can let you guys know. I'm serious. I, I want to know if that all will right. help. Okay, I'm going to do it. I will commit. I'm going to load. I mean, I load dishes all the time. I'm going to load half a load and let you know. Load. Love it. <laughs> all right. Well, I feel... Okay. I feel... I feel um, better. I feel expressed. I don't know if I feel better, yeah. but I feel like at least it's um, shared. Please, if anyone works in the car business, please reach out. If anyone works in the dishwasher machine business, please reach out. In the meantime, Chelsea, should we jump into some online reviews today? Great idea. We should definitely do that. As you already know, we are your trusty review queens. We each bring in a review from the internet that we feel needs to be inspected. We read you the review, break it down, and rate the impact of the said review on a scale from zero to five crowns. It's a very regal process that we call Assess That Kvetch. And Trey, you are first today. Take it away, RQT. Review That Review. All right, I have a very special share today. Okay. I have a new source today. Wow, okay. From a little website called airbnbhell.com. Oh my God, I love it. Have you ever heard of this? I haven't, but like, I always get gun shy about booking Airbnbs. So I feel like I'm going to be a good person to receive this. 
Well, I, since the inception of this podcast, have always scoured Airbnb to bring one in. Turns out, we're going to um, find out you're able to delete negative reviews. <gasps> oh, mm-hmm. wow. Okay. So I have a plethora that I have been sourcing from AirbnbHell.com. So we will get into that as we continue to move forward with the show. But I have a really fun one today. Okay. Now, when you write on Airbnb Hell, you don't have to give your name. Okay. So we're going to say that this was written by K. K. So this is a review from AirbnbHell.com titled Dangerous Road and Smelled Like a Dungeon. <gasps> okay. Now, this was written August of 2020. Here we go. Okay. We fell for the fabulous location lie. The photos and description of this Airbnb disguised the fact that house was on a dangerous road with no verge. The photos didn't show the steep, nail-biting Walk on the yellow lines, clinging to the brick wall, trying to stay alive Mm. while cars whizzed past a hair's breadth away. Much further from the parking lot than advertised. It seemed impossible to get luggage to the door, let alone children. (laughs) The photos didn't show the dingy, grimy, unloved interior with just a hard wooden chair to sit on. No or patchy floor covering. The photos didn't show the flypaper in the kitchen, complete with fly corpses. Photos can't convey the dank, damp smell that hits you as you walk in. The photos don't show the depressing feel of the place, nor the barbecue grill-like mattresses. I couldn't believe anyone would so shamelessly advertise this house as beautiful. Because photos can't convey smell or danger, parentheses would have died trying to photograph the house with a road in front of it. Mm. Airbnb ruled in the lying host's favor. We lost our holiday and our money. Never again. Okay. Wow. So something fun here. Yeah. So if you're on our Patreon, you will get to see this um, gorgeous listing. Let's go through well, it, you Chelsea. Fa- shall so we? you found the actual listing? Yes, they shared the listing with us. Oh my god. Okay. This is why I'm afraid of Airbnb, you guys. This is actually in Aberdovey, which is in Wales. United Kingdom. Okay. Okay. This is $89 a night. It is a three bedroom, four beds, one bath. And let's just look through some of the photos. So the main photo you want to describe, Chelsea? The main photo is of a beach Mm -hmm. and like a mountainside, maybe. Yeah. I think that's where the house actually is up there. You'll see. So there are 26 photos. The house is in the mountainside. Okay. It actually is like on a beautiful cliff. Like this is all very beautiful. That looks a little dingy. It it does look dingy, right? It does look like it would smell. Yeah. The photo of the living room looks like it's like very old carpeting and like really weird carpet mats kind of haphazardly placed and a gray leather couch that looks very uninviting and dirty like cigarettes were smoked in it. I don't know. I wouldn't. What's hung on the walls? Is that just like unframed printed pieces of paper? Yucky. Okay. It looks small. It looks small. It looks small and it looks old. Yeah, look at this radio. And also, there we've seen two rooms with a fireplace that has a wheeling radiator in front of both fireplaces. So that's already curious to me. Right, right, right. And then this table is pushed against a cabinet. So you could not get inside of that cabinet. Yeah, no. Ooh, look at those curtains. Oh, those curtains look not good. All of this the is subjective. The bedding looks old. I would already like not want to do this. Ew, the bedding does not look good. Ooh, view is gorgeous though. The view is amazing. So it seems like what they've done is the the first few photos are of the view, which is stunning. Correct. And then the rest of the photos are of the actual, I don't even know if I would call it a house or a unit, to be honest, because it looks quite small. But the... Yeah, all the photos of the exterior, they have like a dolphin or something photo. Like, those are beautiful. 
we're pulling this from the actual listing, not the review, right? Correct, because the actual review was taken down. And the only reviews that exist are five-star reviews. Of this particular unit. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, gross. So this website, just so that I'm clear, this website, Mm -hmm. airbnbhell.com, are they taking screenshots of these one-star reviews and placing them with links of the property? Is that why we have them? Thank you for asking that because that's very important. Yeah, a lot of times uh, users will post like the communication that was shared. Like the chat or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But this is like the actual entry. You see this? Do you see the stairwell? There's definitely not a sidewalk. I would say that the width is like so narrow, like there's a trash can outside. And that's really all you have room for is like, and it's not even a large trash can. That's like a skinny trash can. Yeah, it's weird. It is. Okay. It, I, I think there are some points here for Kay. Like, you would be shocked, especially if you had a kid and you had a stroller. Yeah, there's, there's no, no way. way to navigate that. When I think of Airbnb, I think of like renting a home where there would presumably be like a garage or like somewhere mm-hmm. to park. I was a little bit surprised when they said that they had to park somewhere and then schlep their bags and their kids from wherever they parked to the house. Like, that seemed odd to me. Mm hmm. But I liked this review because they specifically link to the listing, which a lot of times people won't do. So I appreciated the extra context. Oh, I'd never heard the expression no verge. Maybe that's like a British thing. I had that question as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about the hard wooden chair being the only furniture? Because even in these (laughs) terrible photos, there's more furniture than just a hard wooden chair. I can't imagine there being a space with just a singular hard wooden chair in it. Well, I'm curious about that because we were looking at this in 2022. So I wonder if they updated the photos. Like if you didn't really see a bunch of images from the inside, then I I don't know. I still feel like that's like on you. Like you're the person choosing to book. But I do think that this review is reeking with value and maybe even unique information back in 2020. If like you couldn't tell that it was on this cliffside. And I think that's what we're dealing with here. It really upsets me that Airbnb allows for these, you know, photos to be taken down. Like there should be some sort of reviews, reviews, but there should also be something. It's like in order to get like, fine, it's like if you want this review to be taken down, then you should have to like submit all kinds of updates that you've done to the property that no longer make this review relevant. You know what I mean? Like if it's like mm-hmm. we completely did a, a like full reno of this property in late 2020 here, Air- Airbnb, here's new images. Can we take this review down? Then I kind of think it's okay because it's, it's no longer representative of what we're seeing, but based on mm-hmm. what you clicked on. So the pictures that you're seeing today, this review seems pretty accurate. Yeah, I'm in agreement. Uh, so what do you think about this um, fly paper oh with God. fly corpses? I'm so glad you brought it up because I had it started in my notes. <laughs> Gross. That is completely unacceptable. Well, I think the fact that it's littered with fly corpses means that it has been unattended for a while, which is a little alarming. Or even if it was like we had a fly infestation, we put it up, then it's like, take that shit down before the guest gets there. That's exactly my point. Right. But I thought the phrase fly corpses was hysterical. Hysterical. I did think there was like some humor. What do we think that a uh, barbecue like mattress is? barbecue grid like mattress so i guess those old timey like springs that are in like grid quadrants oh barbecue grid so like uncomfortable i imagine they have very old timey mattresses based on those pictures and would have died trying to take a photo of the front well that's my question how do you get furniture in there maybe that's why there was only a wooden chair (laughs) (laughs) right i'm glad that i know that this website exists now Yeah, it is like a really nice resource because you can't rely on Airbnb for negative reviews because they're going to take them down. Right. Because the photos and the descriptions don't actually tell you how bad this property is. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the spelling is is pretty great. I think there was maybe one or two issues here or there. Mm -hmm. Do you think that this would be like a common experience booking this hotel or this cottage? I do think so. Especially if there weren't enough photos. Like, if there aren't enough photos, what are you trying to hide? Totally. Yeah. It's like catfishing, you know? It is like catfishing. Like, you're going to get caught eventually. Yeah, exactly. I think I can crown Kay. I think I can too. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. The queens are tabulating. 
times for school. Oh, interesting. I'm holding up four crowns. Trey is holding up four and a half crowns. It's funny. I was actually personally struggling between three and a half and four. Mm. I was almost wishing I could do 3.75 here. <gasps> but I, I feel like in the end, my feeling is, yes, this assessment is correct. But based on viewing the images of the property, I feel like there is a little bit of onus to be placed on Kay just because if they saw any of the images that we saw, surely they should have known this is not going to be a brand new clean property. Mm-hmm. That being said, I think every single point they made is completely valid. It seems totally gross and dangerous. And I'm sorry that they had this experience. So for that reason, I decided to go with four crowns. Why four and a half? I hear that, yeah. So I said four and a half. Everything you just said, I I do think that if some of these images were not listed originally, then it is sort of hard to decipher. But I gave the extra half crown because I appreciate that Kay took action after their negative review was removed. And they went to a source and they linked to this actual listing because they really are trying to keep consumers aware. So I think that that's very queenly. I didn't go with the whole five because it is, it is sort of like subjective. Maybe like if you don't care about certain, you know, I don't know, maybe the no verge isn't an issue for you if you like hiking, you know? So yeah, I said four and a half. Yikes. Everyone be careful out there when you're on Airbnb. Oh, man. If I was afraid before, I'm definitely afraid now. <gasps> There's a reply! Wait, 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 wait. There's a reply from who? All right, so this, so this isn't totally a reply, but I did want to share. Okay. When you read the listing today, they have made an update about the space. Oh, wow. Okay. The new description now says, One of cheapest in Aberdovi. Essential, this is in all caps, Essential to read entire listing. Our historic cottage provides all caps, basic, not luxury accommodation. Okay. It has a new kitchen, tub, shower, windows, etc. It has not been modernized, but it has everything you need. Everyone comments on its peaceful atmosphere and gorgeous views. Individual radiators provide heating. There is no internet. Oh, wow. But usually good mobile signal. Chimneys are blocked. Please don't use ornamental fireplaces. Parking at Pinhelig Car Park, 170 meters away. Caps. Please be aware the cottage is raised up above the village road with no footpath. There is a cut through by Pinhelig Park just 50 meters away. Okay. I think that's very interesting. I think that speaks a lot to what I was saying before, where it's like, if you're going to change your policy to be very transparent, then I guess you don't need a review like this. I mean, I'm of two minds with this kind of stuff. I don't want the like the individual trying to make a living to be completely taken down. I do wish that they would maybe do something for the person that had such a bad experience. Maybe Airbnb could do something. I don't know. But like, I think someone should do something to address these concerns or these terrible experiences that people have. I don't think that that Mm -hmm. should go unnoticed. But I do think if you're going to be completely transparent, like it seems like they were then you're not misleading anybody. You're saying this is a cheap rental. It's cheap for a reason. It's not updated. And this is what you're getting. Right. You know, we will never know if this was added after the fact. I would assume that it probably was because Kay is relentless about the deception from their posting from, you know, two years back. But now I am sort of of the mind. They they use the word cheapest. Yeah. And they say ornamental fireplaces. They say it hasn't been modernized. So, you know, you can't, then you cannot be upset because you've chosen, and they even say in all caps, please read the whole listing. Yeah. And then it does make me think like what you're saying with the five-star reviews is that maybe the five-star reviews are honest and they're just like, I really wanted to stay in this location. I could never afford to stay here, but because Mm -hmm. of this property, I could afford to stay here and knowing what I knew about the property, I really enjoyed it. So I don't know. Exactly. Wow. Does that change your opinion at all? Or what do you think? <sighs> Not really. Just makes me no, like me happy either. that they updated their description and 
They're trying to make it clear that everybody should really pay attention and read the whole thing. I Me mean, too. I feel like they're at least trying to be transparent. Exactly. But I'm not going to hold that against... But it would keep, okay, I mean, that point. has a bigger impact. It would keep me from booking it because I was already like, I don't want to book this. But if they're really like, this isn't nice, then <laughs> I'm like, okay, next. The end result <laughs> is still, I'm not going to book this place. Exactly. Whether or not I'm reading the negative review. So I'm okay with that. Oh boy. All right. Well, I'm always excited for a new source, Trey. It's really fun. Every listener should go. It, it, it's like a fun little mindless read of like, it's the review section on crack because it's literally airbnbhell.com. All right. Good job. Good review. Thank you. All right. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we can get into Chelsea Goose's review. Yay. Love it. BRB. Hold your crown. We'll be right back. Since 2020, one of the things I've really taken on is being in charge of my health and wellness, which is why Chelsea and I are super excited to be partnering with Vitable.com.au. Now, Vitable takes the guesswork out of feeling good. You get your own personalized daily vitamin pack safely delivered to your doorstep every month. Vitable offers a quick online quiz to find out which vitamins and minerals can support your personal needs based on your own diet and lifestyle. All vitamins are manufactured in Australia at the highest quality standard. Ingredients come in the best form for their absorption by your body. When you use our code REVIEW40 at checkout, you can enjoy 40% off site-wide at vitable.com.au. That's promo code REVIEW40 at checkout to enjoy 40% off site-wide. Only what you need, nothing that you don't. Chelsea, it's time to take a quick spin on the merry-go-round. Let's play a game! I don't feel like an icon. Most of the days I feel like I can't. That's with an A. Here's the deal. Trey and I have each picked a rotten, scathing, pithy one-star zinger. And with 30 seconds on the clock, we'll take turns trying to recite the zinger in as many genres as possible. Just like Queen Meryl, who does it all. Before the clock runs out. All right, my Chels, what is your zinger for today? Okay, my zinger is from Google. It is a one-star review written by ZW, no subject. The review is for CVS. And the review is always closes long before listed closing time, (gasps) which is upsetting. That's annoying. All right. Right? Well, I'm obviously going to strap you in to one of the infamous CVS receipts. Yes, I'm there. Okay. Are you ready? Are you going to hop on your 10 foot long CVS receipt? Yes. I feel like Indiana Jones. Like I have my long rope, but I have. Yeah. All right, let's All right. do it. Here we go. Three, two, one. Lifetime. Go! Always closes long before the listed closing time. Soap opera. Always closes long before the listed closing time. Shakespeare. Always closes long before listed closing time. Disney. Always closes long before listed closing time. Auctioneer. Always closes long before listed closing time. Teen drama. Always closes long before listed closing time. That's all. Wow, right on the clock. Yes, I got it in. And you got six. All right. All right, Trey, where's your zinger from today? Today, I also ironically have a review from Google. Great. This is for Supercut, not to be confused with Supercuts. Stop. And Flushing Queens. The nanny named Fran. And this is written by Jay-Z Rocket. One star review. I almost lost my ear. (gasps) Oh, no. That is horrifying. Okay. So in honor of the nanny, I was going to just like straight up 
strap you in a Fran Drescher. But then I was like, I don't know. So you know how Fran Drescher shows up at the guy's house to like sell makeup or whatever, and she has like those suitcases. Mm-hmm. I'm strapping you into like one of those suitcases full of makeup. Avon calling. Avon calling. Exactly. You're you're strapped into some Avon. Are you ready? I hope it's a pink Cadillac. Well, it just might be if you sell enough. Just saying. All right. I'm going to work. So you're not just working for the win. You're working for the pink Cadillac, pink which Caddy. we all know you need. All right. Let's do it. Do. Too <laughs> soon? Do. <laughs> 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 okay. Yes, I'm ready. Here we all go. Right, let's <clears throat> do it. Three, two, one, go. Magic show. I almost lost an ear. Disney. Melodrama. I almost lost an ear. Lifetime. I almost lost an ear. (laughs) Film noir. I almost lost an ear. Superhero. I almost lost an ear. Game show. I almost lost an ear. Teen drama. I almost lost an ear. Oh my god, Trey. I think you definitely got the pink catalog. Let me just say. Yes, Queen. That is eight. Eight. Whoa. Wow, I'm proud of myself. Very good. Very good. With my new money, I can afford to go to the actual Supercuts. Exactly. Review that review. Okie doke. We are back from that game break, which I won. And it is your turn, Chelsea. Where is your review from this week? Okay, so this week, my review is from TripAdvisor. So this is another restaurant review, which I know Trey is like extremely equipped for because he loves fine dining. Oh, no. So <laughs> this this is for the French Laundry in Napa. Do, have you heard of this restaurant? Yeah. Okay, so this is like a very obviously famous, expensive, nice restaurant that is very popular, etc. So this review is written, oh Jesus, I hate when there's a name I can't say, I might need to spell it. And I'm going to have to give the same thing because it's one, the whole thing because it's one of those long ones. So it's J-E-N-E-S-A-I-S-Q-U-O-I capital V. Oh, je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi V. Wow, I really Whoa. don't read French, you guys. So, like, but that's funny because doesn't je ne sais quoi mean like I don't know or something like that? I thought je ne sais quoi was oh, like no, you je have ne... a certain je ne sais quoi. Oh, je ne sais quoi. Yeah, je ne sais I don't know. I took pas. Spanish. I don't know, guys. I don't know. And, things. um, what kind of dot is this? You didn't say. Okay, yes, yeah, sorry. So this is uh, Je ne sais quoi V's one dot review of the French Laundry. The subject is, how can you have such amazing food and horrible service? Oh, my God. Okay. okay. Get ready. Here we go. Yes, this restaurant is unbelievable. Delicious, incredible dishes. Not so much gastronomic style as just amazing food. But how can you have such amazing food and such horrible service? Mm. Let me recount. (laughs) First, we were a table of seven women. It was a girls weekend in Napa. The sommelier and the first server that came to our table were nice. Then this older bald man came over. He told us that if we wanted to go across the street to the French laundry garden, we could take some gorgeous pics. We went over, which you should check out halfway during your meal. It's pretty cool to see. And took some great pics. We came back to our table and asked the same man to come take some pics of us outside. He came out and said, Guess who's downstairs outside about to come in, girls? And my friend said, who? And he said, look, there's Will Ferrell. Okay. My friends started gushing and were very excited. They are big fans. But why is this server drawing attention to his clientele? That's not professional in a three-star Michelin. Not to mention any restaurant. Then he says to my friends, would you like me to go ask him if he will take a pic with you ladies real quick? My friends start getting excited, saying, yes, yes, yes. 
Then he says, ha, too bad. I won't. And walks away. Who does that? Are you kidding? Later in the meal, he comes over to our table and says to my friend sitting next to me, I would like to ask you a favor to please hold off on going outside to take any more pics till the next course comes out. I would ask your blonde friend pointing at me, but I can tell she's the mean one of the group. Again, what? Then the third wonderful remark from Mr. Sunshine came at the dessert course. One of our friends is a vegetarian and they brought her out a creme brulee. I jokingly said, wow, she got the special dessert. And I did not even say it to him. I didn't even know he was listening. To which he replies, she's special and you're not, so deal with it. (gasps) How can you treat people who pay $800 plus per person like this? No response from manager either. What a disgrace. I even called Amex FHR, who I booked this restaurant through, to have manager contact me. And nothing. Oh, my God. Wow. I mean, Genesis. That, that really took a turn there. Didn't it? Didn't like, it? at first, I was like, Ugh. Why is every fancy restaurant review about how good the chef is and how bad right. the service is? Like that is which such is a common kind theme. of a you thing, which is kind of a you thing a little bit. What do you mean? Because there are people, especially people that want to go to French Laundry, that are going to be into like the food being amazing and the chef being great, and that's why they're here and that's what they want to read. So, just because you're not the kind of person that loves that, I just always like to point oh, out that right. It's my bias, right, right, right. It's your bias, right? I was like, what do you mean? I don't like going to fancy restaurants. Okay, no, of course. But I, first of all, I was taken by the fact that je ne sais quoi painted a very strong visual of who this waiter was by calling them bald. Like I instantly got a little like, huh. Protective. Well, I, well, I mean, I, I have been balding, but I sort of instantly got (laughs) a picture (laughs) of like, this might be a villainous character to return. Yes. But then I sort of, by the end, when he said, you're not special, she is deal with it. I started to think about like when you're in kindergarten and like the boy hits the girl that he likes. I'm like, is this person flirting? Yes, it was very odd behavior. I don't know. I don't really understand what the whole like beef was between him and her. And also like I found the whole Will Ferrell thing so weird and weird. Like I completely was in agreement with Genesis Qua when they were like, why are you doing that? This is a nice restaurant. This Mm. isn't like we're at some like McDonald's or Arby's and in walks Will Ferrell and everybody is like, oh my God, Will Ferrell. Like this is a nice restaurant where I imagine there's a celebrity there every single night. Like, that's just right. the kind of place that it is. So for them to do that, I thought that was bizarre. And then to do it only to tee up. Ha, too bad. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, okay, wait, let's just sort of pull back for a second. Okay. Do you think there's any world where there was a sarcastic humor, whether appropriate or inappropriate for the profession, that was sure. lost? Or do you think this bald person is truly a horrifying bully? No, I think that it was a a sarcastic humor. I'm thinking that as well, too. Just was not working. And completely displaced. I don't think that a waiter at a fine dining restaurant should be sarcastic. Right, exactly. Well, it's also like, we're not at Dick's last resort where they are mean to you on purpose. This is like, okay, here's a question because it's not my world. Yes. So they said this is a three star Michelin. How is that? That doesn't sound good to me. Is that. How no. high is the rating for Michelin? Does it go to five? You get a Michelin star for your restaurant. And that means like your restaurant's amazing. Like, oh my God, your restaurant got a Michelin star. So getting oh. three Michelin stars would mean it's that a like really three, big deal. Yeah, would mean that three on three different years, on three different occasions, this restaurant has oh. received the Michelin star of the year. So like that is like, that Dang. is a really big deal. It's just... It kind of upsets me 
mm-hmm. on behalf of Genesequa that like there was was wrong things done here. Yeah. Were these girls I, I don't know, you know what? I'm going back and forth because when we started being like, we went to the garden and we took photos and then we asked them to come out and take more photos. And then they told us not to take any more photos until after this course. I started to feel like, are these girls that are just like drinking and crazy yeah. and and like are getting whatever and constantly getting up to take photos in the middle of the thing? Like, I thought that was weird. Maybe that is recommended, but I thought it was a little bit weird that you would get up in the middle of the meal to go to the garden. Like I wrote I assumed, that down. Yeah. Like I assumed, okay, when we're done the meal, then we'll go to the garden or we'll get there a little bit early before our reservation and go to the garden. Like I did think it was strange that they were kept interrupting the meal. And then they got that note about that. Like, I, I don't know. There was something about that that felt a little fishy. Well, it did occur to me as well. Like they were invited to attend the garden across the street. So that did make me think, you know, go and view it, take your pictures. And then there's no reason to ever return because you've completed the task. So to be, Going back and forth, I think, is probably uncommon. And so then right. for them to request that you don't is sort of like, okay, we'll read the room, perhaps. Like, you know. Right. But I am going to just go into this because I I do understand, like, if, if you were going to the French Laundry, yeah, it should be an outrageously decadent, extraordinary experience. Correct. And to be labeled the mean one would make me so angry. Yes. So I really am with Jen. I do believe Jen, I think. Yeah, same. Like I started to say like I'm was mad that the manager didn't get back to them because I think a lot of times these kind of restaurants really can start to rest on their mm. laurels. Like everybody's going to go to French Laundry. Nobody's not going to go there because Jen had this mm. bad experience. So I don't really need to give you attention was like what I was feeling from this. And I don't like that at all. No, I think that's inappropriate. I think like you're a service-based hospitality industry. Like you have to at least pick up the phone and apologize. Right, exactly. Whereas like the only thing I could possibly think of being lost in the narrative is maybe that these girls were a little bit annoying. But even if they were... I'm thinking that too, yeah. The Will Ferrell moment, the mean moment, the you're jealous. I do have a question. Yeah, I do have a question about context here because I am curious if some of this is taken out of context. Right. Because the quotes that are attributed to the bald person are so sarcastic that i'm wondering if they're being painted to be see be perceived as harsher like i just i am like i can't imagine someone saying like she's special and you're not deal with it like in a real honest statement (laughs) like that is so absurd the the mean one of the group is pushing that's crossing the line but what is the spelling and grammar like Really good, really solid. Again, like we did use caps. I tried to read accordingly when we did, but not to an excessive amount. I don't know. I think it's funny. Like I really got a sense of who this character was. Mm -hmm. And I can see even if I read it like in a like fake French accent or something like guess was downstairs about to come in. Mm -hmm. You know, like I can see this like over the top character who is just crossing the line and it's just coming across really gross. I also thought it was interesting that there doesn't seem to be consensus amongst the friend group. And it makes me wonder if other people Mm. were having such a bad experience with Mr. Sunshine or if it was just Jen, because it seemed like Mr. Sunshine was not a fan of Jen and came at her because the other girls, like when he said the thing about taking the photo, they were all like, yes, 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 yes." you know, they were all Mm -hmm. so excited about it. And like, I don't know, they were like getting the special attention with the special dessert. I wish they would have said like, we were all so offended. Good point picking that up. Cause it does seem like not everyone in the seven group of women was in agreement with Jen's right. experience. Yeah. There's so much positive happening here. And it does seem a little bit like Jen is maybe attracting this negative energy to her that perhaps mm-hmm. the other girls weren't picking up as much. And again, that's completely obviously me reading between the lines, but it was something that I thought about. So is this a deal breaker? Would this keep you from going to the French laundry? Definitely not. And I think the French me laundry either. knows that. I think that's why mm-hmm. they probably don't care. I think I can crown je ne sais quoi. How about you? Yes, let's do it. <laughs> the queens are tabulating. Total score. 
Wow, are you serious? Whoa. That's crazy. Okay, so I'm holding up three and a half crowns and Trey is holding up one crown, which never happens. All right, Trey, let us know (laughs) why you gave Je ne sais quoi one crown. I don't think this is because I've been having a bad day. I think all that is valuable for me in this review is that the management didn't seem to want to rectify Je ne sais quoi's experience. And the one star is really because I got a really big laugh out of imagining this altruistic, offensive, sarcastic bully of a bald man being so mean to Jen. But it's not going to impact. I don't, you know, it's like a private garden. I'm sure each table is invited to go at one point throughout the meal. And like, you know, it's like, I recognize you want to have a really lovely experience. And it sounds like they did. Right. And I think this person was sort of a jerk in the retelling but i could also see how jen was just offended so i said one star if i want to go to the french laundry this is going to have zero impact on me yeah why did you say three and a half i said three and a half because i think that jenna sequa should have changed this to a two or three dot review and then i feel like it would have been a lot more accurate Accurate. i liked the way that they really described the entire situation i just like the storytelling here and i thought there was a lot of personality and you know that i love a good personality a good chuckle there was so much in this that was very specific and unique which i love in a review but yeah i took away the one and a half for everything that you just said i don't think at the end of the day this would impact me going so that's what i took points off for but everything else was kind of hitting for me so that was why I went with three and a half crowns. Love it. Really yeah. fun. That's Thanks. really fun. Let's go to the French laundry and oh my uh, God, get please. accosted. <laughs> I think as long as I'm prepared, I can come up with a good quippy reply. Like I could go head yeah. to head with the bald man and I would be okay. I think. I think so too. That yeah. would maybe be fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we could save a lot of money and just go to Dick's. That's true. And just maybe sneak into the gardens. All right, my queen, we have reached the most regal portion of our show. Who are you, Trey, inducting for? My royal highness. Okay, so today I am going to induct a product that is very important in my life. And now this is called a Thompson tea. Okay. T-E-E. So basically, I I think that David found this company on Shark Tank, like season one or two. So Mm -hmm. the Thompson tea basically are undershirts. They sell like normal shirts as well, but they blew up as undershirts that have basically shoulder pads inside of the armpit to absorb your sweat so that you don't stain like your nice dress shirt. Oh, that's so nice. It's really crazy. I am an excessive sweater and I have to tell you the Thompson tees have truly changed my life. I will never wear a button down without a tops and tee underneath it is truly a lifesaver and the pads are you know they're not teeny tiny but they aren't obtrusive you can't really like distinguish if you didn't know and they just sort of absorb all of the moisture so the color of your armpit on your exterior shirt never shows any sweat it really is miraculous i don't know who came up with this idea it's great if you don't want to like put a bunch of chemicals on to stop your perspirating (laughs) you said that's so southern perspirating perspiring then it's a really great alternative and it is so remarkable i love you thompson tea i really am a user i have been for many years and i just purchased five more which reminded me so this week i'm inducting truly truly a queen in the industry thompson t love it this is such a great idea i'll tell a little truly. story in the after show about a sweater that i know <gasps> okay <laughs> chelsea do we have time for a baby it's time for some royal Yes, we always have time for royal reviews. Oh my goodness. Obviously, every review that our show receives is a royal review. And today we have one from CanCon86 on Apple Podcasts. Five stars. Subject is, yes, queens. 
Chelsea and Trey are a primo comedy duo who pick apart the absurdity of our everyone has an opinion and must share it with the world culture. The internet brings out the crazies, and at last we have a pair who are mining that vast landscape for comedy gold. What a joy. Ah, what a joy you are, CanCon86. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your precious day to write us such a queenly review. We are so appreciative. And it does mean a lot to us because I agree. Like it gets daunting out there in the world when everybody just can write a review and it is fun to get to dismantle some of the uh, heaviness. And to CanCon86, I say, yes, queen. (laughs) Yas queen. Yas CanCon86 queen. All right. As you guys already know, reviews help us get new listeners. And it's beneficial when you guys take the time to leave us a review like CanCon86. If you want a chance to be featured and have your review read aloud on the show, make sure you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We did a queen. That is another round on the RU, a RQ Ferris wheel. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend. And if you didn't like what you heard, tell an enemy. Make sure you join our mailing list if you haven't already at reviewthatreview.com to stay up to date with all the goings on in the queendom. There's also a very simple link in our show notes below. Hit up our voicemail box, one eight five zero review 0 Let us know if you're sweaty. Let us know if you have a complaint to lodge. All the above. Let us know. You can also follow us on all the socials at The Review Queens. I'm at Chelsea BD. And I am at Trey Gerald. Okay, on today's After Show Pod, we are rating and reviewing a one-star review from Yelp for the not.com. Whoa, on Yelp. Yeah. So to find out what made Trey say, what happened to Colin Farrell? And to find out what made Chelsea say, remember when men used to wear one pieces? Then you better join our Patreon page at patreon.com slash review that review so that you can hear our special members only after show podcast. And most importantly, please remember, ignore the haters. You're a queen. Gender nonspecific, Garden Will Ferrell, bald <laughs> queen. Of course. Bye. Toodaloo, everyone. Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Don with editing and sound design by me with Voice of Her Talents by Eva Kamensky. Our cover art was designed by Logo Vora and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. And on today's After Show Pod... Sorry, she's like literally biting me for the past like 10 minutes. You need to calm down. This is not you time. Sit down. Sit. 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 Wait.